morning, everybody, and welcome to Bartow Sports Zone. I am not Charles Wilson. Charles is out on another golf tournament. We wish him the very best of luck. We'll check in with Brad Stevens here in just a second, find out how he's doing. So it is my pleasure to be behind the board and behind the microphone as we get ready for two hours of local sports talk. Right now, we've got to thank our sponsors for Bartow Sports Zone, which includes All-Star Roofing, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, Wilson Pools, Full Circle Coverage, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Rents for Events, D.A. Baker Construction, Latitude Blue, All Weather Heating and Air, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Schottenkirk Honda, First Class Collision Center, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, and Three-Way Campers. Well, it would not be a Bartow Sports Zone if it were not for these other two gentlemen who are going to be joining me as well. Let us first introduce one of the main voices that you hear Friday nights from the BSZ broadcast, Brad Stevens. Welcome. Oh, uh, you make sure you unmute. Uh, make sure you unmute. I don't hear you at all. Dun, dun, dun. Nope, we're not getting any audio. Well, that's fun. This is going to be a good start to the morning. <laughs> Now I'm starting to hear something from one of the other guys, but I do not hear any audio from Brad. So let's go to Jackson Hyde and say, Jackson, good morning to you. Good morning, Alan. How are you this morning? Doing great. Yeah, so your well, mic you is know, working. We got we to remember Brad is a Georgia graduate technology. Now, <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, Brad, let's see. Have we gotten you figured out yet? Nope. No audio from Brad. Brad needs to probably hang up and re- re-log in or make sure he's got his audio driver. Go over, uh, click on that little, uh, here we go. We're doing live technical support for Zoom for all you folks out there. If you, uh, right next to your microphone, there's that little carrot to pop up. And if you pop it up, make sure you've got the correct microphone selected, the right driver. And if you do, well, you might have to reboot your machine. <laughs> in the meantime, we'll do this and say welcome to our very first guest. We have got Coach Jonathan Cudd joining us from the Adairsville Tigers. Coach Cudd, good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Going well. Obviously, we're, you're doing well. Jackson's doing well. I'm doing well. Brad is well. He doesn't know how to get his microphone to work. So, Am I on now? There we go. Brad, welcome. <laughs> hey, let me tell you what happened. So we've been trying to mess for this thing for this night tonight and doing the broadcast, and I had everything all switched up, so uh, I didn't realize it was still on something else. So I'm good now. Good. Well, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy to be here, Alan. It's a wonderful day. Uh, I've already had a ton of coffee, and now I'm good to go. All right. Well, we already introduced the coach. Let's get back to him, and then, Brad, I'll let you take over. Coach, uh, a, a tough one on the road, but sometimes you need that early in the season to get the guys seasoned for when you get into region play. Talk about the uh, the the travel to Raven County this past Friday. Uh, it was a definitely a long trip. Um, you know, the game didn't start the way we wanted it to. I thought our offense settled in after the first couple drives, but, you know, defensively, we got a lot of work to do. We knew we were going to be young, um, and they were hitting on all cylinders Friday night, so it was uh, it was tough, but it, sometimes it's good. Um, you know, it, it shows you what you need to work on, and, and we definitely have made some changes this week. Coach uh, Brad here, I'm, I'm glad to finally join you. Um, so, uh, go, just talk a little bit more about the Raven game. Uh, you know, you played a really really good quarterback in you know, Keegan Stover. And, uh, you know, how does that help you build for the rest of the season, you know, playing a program like that with a quarterback as talented as Stover was? Oh, there's no doubt. Um, you know, it, it was – yeah, we felt like we had a good week of preparation. But, I mean, he hit – we hit him and we hit him, and he would still make good throws. Um, 
I mean, he put the ball in the money all night long, um, you know, even in some tight windows. So um, definitely, you know, just playing a team of that caliber, uh, we feel like it's going to, you know, get us ready down the road. And, Coach, one last question about that game. Uh, how long is that bus ride up there, and, and <laughs> uh, how did the team enjoy going up to the northeast corner of the state? Oh, um, you know, it took us probably about three hours, uh, you know, total bus drive, or bus time. Uh, we stopped and ate on the way there. Um, the kids, you know, enjoyed it for the most part. You know, the game obviously didn't go the way we wanted it to, but uh, it was a good experience. Playoff atmosphere, playoff experience uh, that, that we wanted our kids to have early in the season. And speaking of early in the season, Coach, we haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. We did talk about the Cherokee Bluff game before you had it, but uh, we haven't talked to you since the game ended, a uh, 51-50 to victory at home in your very first game. Coach, talk about what that meant to your guys coming out with a victory right off the bat. There's no doubt. Uh, you know, we talked um, – we, we felt like we had a few chances in that game to kind of put it away or at least uh, distance ourselves a little bit further, but – uh, credit uh, Cherokee Bluff. They just kept fighting. Uh, it was it was an amazing game. Uh, I'm sure for the people in the stands, it was probably one of the better games they've probably ever seen. Um, for us, uh, it was uh, Heart Attack Central, you know. <laughs> but we, uh, you know, it, the kids were were great. They played awesome. Offense played awesome. You know, again, defensively, we still got some work to do. But it was it was a fun experience. So, Coach, we've got about a minute left before our first break. What is a 51-50 to 50 game like for a coach? Is it is that a, a fun game for you, or is that is it too stressful? It's definitely stressful. Um, you know, you don't want it to be like that. I mean, you wish you could win them all big, but, um, you know, it was fun. It was fun. Well, Coach, I'll tell you what. we I listened to a little bit of the broadcast after the game was over, and I talked to several people in the stands. I know a lot of people from Adairsville, and, they said it was one of the most exciting games that they had ever seen in Tiger Valley. And I know that was a heck of a way for you to start off your head coaching career up there as the Tigers coach. We're up on our first break, folks. Stay with us. There's going to be more Bartow Sports Zone and more Coach Cud after this. We'll talk a little bit about the Cass Adairsville game uh, when we come back. Stick with us. Have your clothes looking their best with Admiral Dry Cleaners. Serving Cartersville and Bartow County for 15 years, Admiral Cleaners is family-owned and operated. Admiral specializes in dry cleaning as well as garment and fabric restoration, and all of their cleaning is done on-site. Admiral Cleaners will even pick up and drop off your garments at your home or office at no additional charge. Call them at 770-386-7911 or visit them at 60 Wansley Drive. Protect your clothes and cherished garments with the very best. Admiral Dry Cleaners of Cartersville. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service, construction repair. We make swimming easy. To WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. And welcome back to Barto Sports Zone. I'm Brad Stevens here with Jackson Hyde and Coach Jonathan Cudd of the Adairsville Tigers. And Jackson, I believe you have a couple of questions for Coach Cudd. Uh, absolutely. Good morning, Coach. Uh, Good morning. 
right out of the gate, uh, just to, to kind of recap your first two games, if you if you looked at the offensive side of the ball, I think you scored 80-some-odd points in two ball games, and you got to feel really good about that. Obviously, we know the numbers on the defensive side isn't what you hope for and expect. Uh, the game you got tonight against the Cass Colonels um, showed some offensive spark last week against Drew. Uh, tell us, tell us what you've done this week to prepare, and and how you feel about tonight's game. Well, first of all, Cass has some great athletes on that team, uh, and and they're doing a good job of of kind of mixing in um, quarterbacks and and getting their guys out in space. Um, you know, I think we have we got a good plan. We've we've had to change some things, obviously, because uh, you can't keep doing the same thing over and over and expect different results. But we're um, we're, we gotta we gotta find a way to limit you know those three or four guys that they have that they can take it to the house at any point. So uh, you know we, we're gonna do some things that we feel like can can help us there and and kind of limit that. On the uh, on the offensive side of the ball, your 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 quarterback returning quarterback, uh, obviously uh, Roper, and then your your new running back and the Blum kid. Can you can you tell us how you feel about them so far? I know it's a small sample, two games in, but how do you feel like your offense is coming together? Uh, it's coming together well. Um, you know, we've got a lot of kids that, that are producing right now. Uh, you know, not just those those three. Um, you know, Chris is anytime he touches the ball, he can take it. Uh, he can take it the distance. Uh, he's just an explosive kid um, that we're lucky to have. Um, but, you know, Ethan's had a good year so far, um, running the football. He runs it hard. He, he's a little faster than, than I even thought he was, um, at times. And, uh, you know, Caden Copeland's had a good start to the year. Um, you know, we're going to try to get those outside receivers uh, involved a little bit. We, we've, uh, they've done some things to take them away the last couple of weeks, but, um, offensive lines played well. Um, you know, we had a few, things last week but uh, overall i think they played well and i think they've gotten better this week as well so um we just hope we can continue to to produce on the offensive side our defense is going to come around i have no doubt but i uh, keep producing there on the offensive side coach uh, you know one question for you i asked this last week uh, for the coaches you got the game tonight against Cass. what specific unit on your team has to have their best game for you to come out on top tonight I think defensively we got to we got to play that play at our um, up to our best or up to our potential. Uh, yeah, I think we got a lot of potential. I think we're we can be as good as we were last year. Uh, it's just putting it together. We got to tackle better. Um, we got to tackle in space better. We've got to um, we got to get to the football a little bit better. So um, you know, a lot of young guys. We knew that coming in. I, I didn't think it would be this bad, uh, but again. Um, I still have full confidence that we're going to get this fixed. Coach, are you a believer? I've heard this so many times over the years that we've done this, that the biggest improvement on a team is between week one and week two. Do you believe in that, that cliche? <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, yeah, I think it's different for a lot of teams. I mean, when you're, when you're playing as many kids that we're playing right now, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball that, that are young, um, I think it's going to take, you know, more than one or two weeks, especially with what we've had. You know, we played in uh, August 5th, and then we didn't play again until the end of August. So um, we've got to get some, you know, a little bit more experience there. And so I think it's going to take our defense a few weeks. Now, offensively, I think, you know, we're right where we need to be. Uh, Coach, 
playing the Cass Colonels tonight. Um, I've been born and raised here. I don't know that I've missed a Cass Adairsville football game in the past 25 years. If I, if I have, I can't remember it. Um, I think it's an awesome game for the community, a great rivalry. Um, and the game's always close. It seems it always comes down to, uh, you know, uh, like a lot of coaches say, one or two plays determine a ball game. And that seems to be the case every time these two teams get together, uh, for the majority of the time. Is there, uh, is there, do you, that on top of the, the possible inclement weather we could have tonight, how do you feel the, the weather would, uh, is a benefit or maybe a, a hindrance to you tonight? <laughs> well, you know, I think if we get, if we get weather, both of us are going to have to deal with it. Um, yeah, we've kind of prepared that way all week, um, you know, for the weather. Uh, but, you know, the weather changes. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know if it's going to be a hindrance one way or the other. Um, we both got to play in it. We both got to, um, you know, do the best we can in those situations. So um, but you're right. It's It's been a it's been a battle. I've been here for 14, 15 years now. It's been a battle all 14 of the ones I've seen. So, um, you know, we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to having the ability to get out there and see um, how we respond from last week. And coach in the hallways of the school, whenever you have a crosstown rivalry like this, is there a different vibe amongst the students and the players that you're playing your neighbors basically in a game tonight? Yeah, you know, all our kids that our kids know each other, uh, the cast kids, our kids, we know each other. We, our kids have played against each other, you know, growing up and, uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, we tried to get our kids to stay off social media and all that, but, um, yeah, there's a different vibe this week, you know. And, Coach, going back to uh, the defensive side of the ball, we had talked about, you know, some of the struggles that they've had about, you know, making contact and, make, and making tackles. You know, talk about the bright spots on the defense. Who, is, who has been, you know, doing their job and, and doing the best that they can, you know, these first couple of weeks and, and making plays for you? Yeah, I, you know, I think uh, it's been different guys at different times. Uh, I think Andrew Foster has played extremely hard for us. Um, he was our player of the game this past week. Um, yeah, he, he, he plays with a motor. Um, you know, at, at times uh, there's several guys. Uh, Jet Johnson had a pretty good game this past week. Um, you know, coming back, he, he, he was banged up a little bit that first week, but he, he had a pretty good game on, up front for us on defense. Um, you know, I, there's been some bright spots here and there. I thought Jamari and Pullum played good the first game. Um, you know, we were kind of like a deer in headlights that's last week uh, with, with their speed on the outside and, and some of the things they did. But um, I expect him to get to get back and play a little bit better this week. And uh, we've had it, like I said, we've had a good practice. And, you know, we're looking forward to having this opportunity. Coach, we do appreciate you being here. Uh, I know it's a big game for you tonight. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're Really excited about being there. Uh, tonight, Jackson uh, Hyde and I are going to be up at Adairsville. It is the Johnny's New York Style Pizza Bartow County Game of the Week. Uh, renewal of a crosstown robbery that's been going on for many, many years. It's always close. It's always fun. Everybody knows everybody. Uh, and you always get that vibe when you're in the stadium. We're up on another break. We want to thank Coach Cud for being here with us. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone. Stay with us. We'll be back after this.
Market declines, unemployment, volatility. Today's headlines can be scary. Edward Jones Financial Advisor Derek Strange can help. He'll work with you to help you understand the impact of short-term events and how to prepare for the long term. Edward Jones provides the tools for a reasoned, disciplined approach to investing. Don't let headlines derail your long-term financial strategy. Call 770-386-4545 to schedule an appointment. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Alan Sanders filling in for Charles Wilson, who's out at a golf tournament. We've got Brad Stevens. We've got Jackson Hyde. And we are getting ready to bring in the Woodland High School football coach. We're going to have Brandon Haywood join us. But first... Bartow Sports Zone brought to you in part by Rents for Events. With an incredible selection of party equipment, everything from tents, tables, and chairs to glassware, flatware, and concession equipment, Rents for Events in Cartersville has been the go-to provider of all of Northwest Georgia for years. Planning your wedding, anniversary, celebration, birthday party, church, or school event, Rents for Events has every detail covered with free estimates and same-day consultations available. To see the full inventory, visit rentsforevents.net. That's the number four, rents4events.net. Stop by their office at 50 Zena Drive or give them a call at 678-899-6000. That's Rents for Events. Now let's get to more football talk. We've got Brad Stevens queued up next here on Bartow Sports Zone. Thanks, Alan. I appreciate it. Coach Haywood, welcome in this morning. I hope you're doing well. Yes, sir, I am. I hope everybody's doing well as well. Yes, sir. Well, last week, the Bartow County, uh, Bartow Sports Zone Game of the Week was Woodland and Model. Uh, we got to go over to the Banks of Edwards and see you guys for the first time. And unfortunately, didn't come out uh, on the good side for the good guys. But uh, we want to talk about that game just a little bit. Coach uh, went into overtime against a really tough team uh, in Model. Uh, talk about the uh, the feeling of the team after the game uh, when it ended. It didn't go your way, but you know, I saw you huddled everybody up on the field and talked to them. What was the attitude of the team at that time? Um, it was a lot of hurt, you know. It was a lot of hurt and frustration. But at the same time, you know, I've been telling my team all week, um, like we're not practicing, we're not preparing like we want to win. Uh, I said, Friday, that's that's the showcase, you know. That's the that's the moment of execution. Like it's it comes down to who is the most mentally prepared and who's the most physically prepared based off the execution, based off the practice plan, and what we've seen throughout the course of the week. And I don't know if we were feeling ourselves from the Kusa game, um, if we thought we had arrived. I don't know what it was, but we didn't practice. And I kept referring back to the East Paulding. We, we practiced like East Paulding, and we didn't practice like we prepared for the Kusa. Um, This week, I think we, we accepted that challenge. And, and I told my guys in that huddle at the end of the game, like, do y'all believe me now when I say the, the preparation is what sets people apart? Yes, talent and skill, that's very important. But the discipline, the training, the preparation, that, that really what, what what ends the results for the most part in wins and losses. And I challenge them with that. And this week, you know, we got back to practicing how we have been practicing consistently throughout the summer and uh, throughout that CUSA week. And, Coach, I talk about a bright spot in that game, though. Isaiah Livesey was our player of the game, and he had a – Really heads-up kickoff return and a lot of really great runs in that game. Talk about his development and how he uh, performed in that game against Model. Man, I love Isaiah. Isaiah comes to work, you know, even even banged up or bruised or whatever the case may be. Uh, on Monday, 
when he when he gets back into it, and, and that's even hitting it in the weight room um, Monday morning. Um, he's going to give everything that he has. Uh, that's why we kind of we kind of use him right now to lean on. Uh, we got some more guys that's going to step in into place. Some guys coming off injury, where we can kind of take the load away from Isaiah. But the way that that kid responded as a sophomore, I mean, it's really huge at, at what he's doing and how he comes to practice and mentally prepares and dials in every day. Like his 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 ceiling, man, is is so high. His upside is so high with the way he prepares himself. So, Coach, we're going to talk about something really good, though. Uh, you got your first win under your belt since the last time we talked. Uh, shut out Kusa, uh, 34 to nothing. Talk about the how you felt at the end of that game getting your first win. Uh, just to be perfectly honest, I felt like there was a thousand bricks lifted off my shoulders. You know, uh, it was a good feeling. Uh, a shutout victory, a great defensive game plan by Coach Rowe and Coach Darby. Um our kids, they, they just responded to the bell, you know. Um, I think that, that they prepared well, but I think that they felt confident going into that game based off their preparation. Um, so, you know, hats off to Coach Kusa. I think, I mean, Coach Mathis said Kusa. I think those guys are doing things the right way, you know. But uh, I credit our kids in the way that they came to work, and I credit our coaches in the way that they came to coach that week. We just got to continue to build off that. And Coach, we got about a minute left. What was the feeling like for you to see the so many students and faculty and people getting behind this team in that first game? I love it. You know, uh, it's different. I, I even had some 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 colleagues, some former colleagues, some former coaches I used to work with that came to the model game last week, and they said just the environment of the teacher tailgate, the student section leading our kids out the tunnel, the administration, faculty, and community that's showing up, man. It's it's really like a 12-man type thing. It's a Friday night feel that I wanted. It was my vision when I came here. I want every Friday night to be fun and enjoyable for, for players, for parents, for, for everybody that comes to see us. So I think it's very beneficial to have everybody come up and just be a part of what we're trying to do. I can agree with that, Coach. I was there, and there was a great vibe in the stands, a really fun game to call. He's Coach Brandon Haywood of the Woodland Wildcats. They take on Pepperell tonight. We're going to talk about that when we come back from the break. Stay with us. There'll be more Bartow Sports Zone after this. For more than a decade, Hydro Pro Wash has been the experts in soft washing and exterior cleaning for your home and business. Trust Hydro Pro Wash to provide guaranteed quality service at a fair price. Cleaning building exteriors, roofing, driveways, decks, windows, and more. And always using environmentally friendly detergents that are safe for your landscaping. Call 678-764-3553. Find Hydro Pro Wash on Facebook or go to My Pressure Washing Pro. And welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. I'm Brad Stevens with Jackson Hyde, and we are joined by the Woodland Wildcats head coach, Brandon Haywood. Jackson, I think you have a couple of questions for Coach Haywood. Absolutely, Coach. We've talked about the past two weeks, and uh, I think you knew it. A new coaching staff, complete new coaching staff for the most part. Uh, you knew there's going to be some ups and downs, learning your system, learning your way of doing things day by day. Um, and I, I'm proud of you for your, for your win uh, over Kusa there a couple weeks ago. Uh, go, going into tonight, up against uh, a Pepperell team, um, obviously you've prepared for all week and as, as uh, 
everybody who's watched Pepper play or heard about Pepper play, they're going to be as good as DJ Rogers is as far as on any particular night. Uh, tell us a little bit about him and tell us a bit, little bit about your plan to, to, to take care of him tonight. Oh man, look, DJ man, he's a you know he's a special type of player. Um, anybody that watched that kid play, anybody that watches him run, um, he's electrifying. So anytime he touches the ball, you know it's it's uh it's it's a fearful act to where you know like what can he do? How can we how can we stop this kid? So the, the you know the game plan is try to stop him and get him where he on the edge. That's what we've been preaching all week, just simple containment. We got to keep him inside that tackle box because um, he gets outside. Even if he gets inside and he gets to second level, the kid is dangerous. So it's, you know, everybody just has to dial in, play their responsibility, play their gap defensively, and keep their eyes open on that back end. Uh, we got to, I mean, we got to fly around, get 11 hats to the ball to stop the kid that electrifying. But if we do stop him, if we get him stopped early, I'll feel, I'll feel good about it. Uh, we'll try to force them to the air a little bit and make them beat us in, in several different ways. But, yes, we got to get 11 hats to the football when that kid has the ball in his hands. Uh, we, we've talked a, bit, a little bit about Isaiah Livesey, uh, his game last week, and, and pretty much how he's played for you all year. Um, I know it's your small sample size for you. You're just a few games into the season. Um, but tell us a couple other bright spots, a couple other kids that's kind of stood out to you. Um, I like, you know, uh, we're starting a lot of guys. We only have seven seniors total, which some people frown about. You know, I'm not one of those people that frown about it. I, I feel like leadership can come from anywhere. So I'm not looking solely for senior leadership. But we have a, a huge junior class of about 30 kids. We have another sophomore class of about 22 kids. Um, kids like Aiden Carson, you know, that's a sophomore. He's been starting. He started tackle for us one game. He started guard for us one game. He's a younger brother of Chase Carson. Uh, Chase is another bright spot. You know, Chase was, has been battling some groin injuries. Uh, so he's getting over that. He's almost at 100% now. That will help us. That will help the load of Isaiah. Uh, people like TV Porter, who's come back. That's another sophomore who we had missed out on the first couple of games. That kid is dialed in, locked in. He's ready to get to it. He's feeling. He's feeling really good right now. Uh, as well as Jaden Smith continuing to show consistency. That is our senior captain, um, as well as Chase Carson. But those guys, man, I'm just I'm just thrilled at what I've seen out of those guys. Coach, going back to the Pepperell Dragons, a lot of people around here haven't seen Pepperell live. We've seen a little bit of film on them. Coach, what kind of offensive scheme do the Dragons run? Uh, they run a little, you know, they run some spread stuff. They run some two-type stuff. Um, a lot of times it's just like downhill. You, if you know Pepper, you kept up with Pepper the last 20 odd years, you know, it's smash my football. They coming to see you. And that's one thing last week I didn't think we responded well to a model until the second half. After the first drive in the second half, they, I mean, I was telling my team in the, in the, in the locker room, you know, it's weight room. It's weight room football right now. So you got to pad it up and you got to come meet these guys. I think Pepper, they might be licking their chops at how long it took us to adjust, but we've challenged them in all types of physical aspects throughout the week to, to counter the bail, you know, and go ahead and make, meet that challenge. So they're going to come down downhill at us. Uh, we just got to make sure that we meet them. Speaking of smash-mouth weight room football, on the defensive side of the ball, what kind of scheme do the Dragons run 
uh, over there? They do some three four stuff. You know, they like they they like to let their linebackers, especially their outside linebackers, roam freely, kind of get to the football. Uh, they like to run cover two, cover four on the back end. It's a don't get beat or just responsibility based football in the secondary end. Very sound football team, very fundamental football team. But you know, going against Coach Hurst, you know that's what you're going to get. So um, we just got to do the things that we're doing. But most importantly, I challenge our kids to move other people. Uh, we got to be in the enforcer tonight. We can't we can't come out with a passive approach, especially against this Dragon team. And Coach, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Coach Cud in the first uh, interview. What specific unit on the Woodlands football team has to play their best game for you to win tonight? I think our offensive unit. Um, I like our de- I like the defense. You know, I like defense. I like special teams. I don't think we have given up much on special teams. Um, our defense, they're responding to the call. Uh, they're making, making the right adjustments. Offense, we got so so many new guys on that offensive line. We got some new guys in the backfield. You know, so I'm asking Brittany to continue to lead us as a captain, as our quarterback. But I'm asking those guys that are stepping in, filling those voids, or taking those starting roles, you know, to be aggressive, to own the other person. So we got to come out and do the things that I know to do offensively and help our defense teams out. He's Coach Brandon Haywood of the Woodland Wildcats. They're taking on the Pepperell Dragons tonight. Be sure to tune in, and uh, and we will uh, bring you all the action. We'll be back with more Bartos Sports Zone after this. Welcome back to another edition of Bartow Sports Zone. We are uh, without Charles Wilson. I'm Alan Sanders filling in as he is taking care of his uh, golf tournament action up in North Carolina. Before we get to our next guest, Coach Glenn Woodard of the Cartersville Softball Program, we've got to get to our sponsors who help make Bartow Sports Zone possible. So big shout out to All Star Roofing, Styles Auto Care. Derek Strange, Edward Jones, Wilson Tools, Full Circle Coverage, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Rents for Events, DA Baker Construction, Latitude Blue, All Weather Heating and Air, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Shot and Kirk Honda, First Class Collision Center, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, and Three Way Campers. Folks, always good to have you along with us on Fridays to talk a lot of sports. We always start off with local sports action. And two of the guys that help make that happen are Jackson Hyde and now Brad Stevens. Brad. Thank you, Alan. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for running the board today. If I had to do what you did, this thing would never get off the ground. It would be smoke signals and Morse code. That's all we'd be able to do. Uh, Right now, we're going to welcome in Coach Glenn Woodard of the – Cartersville softball team. Good morning, Coach. Coach, can you hear us okay? Yes, sir. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. We got you, Coach. I'm just making sure Brad can hear you. (laughs) I hear you now, Coach. Uh, Coach, uh, this is your first dance with me and Jackson on Bartow Sports Zone, and and some folks probably want to know a little bit more about you, just like we do, so... If you could just tell our listeners and us a little bit about yourself, your family, your background, just so that we know uh, who we're talking to. Oh, yeah. I um, I live in Chickamauga, Georgia. I'm married to Keisha. We have two kids. 
uh, one that's about to be 21, and one that's about to be 15. I've been coaching since uh, 2000. I started coaching in 2000. I coached four years at Lincoln Memorial University um, as an assistant coach. I went to be the interim head coach at Lee University in Cleveland, Tennessee, um, 2005. Then I started at Lafette in 2007 and coached there until 2017. Um, took a couple of years off, was a head coach at Silverdale Baptist uh, High School in Chattanooga before I took the job um, here at Cartersville. This is my second year um, here at um, Cartersville. Coach, just a personal note, Chickamauga is one of those places when I grew up here in Bartow County, somebody would ask me how to get there, and I would tell them, you can't get there from here. It's not possible. <laughs> it's right. It's a little small little small town. Uh, that's right. Well, Coach, uh, you know, it's your second year in the, in the program. You're obviously – uh, gotten off to a really good start uh, here this year so far. Talk a little bit about your team. Uh, who are your senior leaders on this team, and who's helping you, uh, you know, accumulate this really good record that you've got so far? Um, yeah, we, we, we're off to a good start in our region. We we booked a couple of uh, tough opponents early in the season just because we wanted to see where we were at uh, before we started region play. Um Ava Perkins, a senior, she's our pitcher. She's been uh, dominating some some of our region opponents in the the circle. Um, I think she's five and zero. I think in region. Um, Kylie Arnold has five home runs. She had another two run home run last night, which was the difference maker in our two to one win over Dalton. Uh, Mikey Mikey Lewis is playing a great shortstop for us. Um, we got a girl back that did not play last year. She decided to run cross country, Elizabeth Nelson, and she's solidified her leadoff spot. Um, I think she's batting up close to 400 this year. And then Campbell is their center fielder who can go get it with the best of them in center field. Hey, Coach, if I'm not mistaken, I think somebody had a no hitter recently. Is that right? That's right. Ava Perkins. Yep, she threw one against Hiram on Tuesday, um, and she only allowed two hits last night. Our offense just not didn't get going um, really well last night. We struggled. Probably the first time all year we struggled hitting the ball. Um, but we again, you can't complain about a, a win in a region, no matter what the score is. We just did not. We didn't hit the ball as well last night as we have all season. And coach, what would you say so far this season is your team's greatest strength? Well, right now we're, our, our strength is hitting. Um, again, taking last night away. We have hit the ball really well all all season. I got a catcher, Jordan Bishop, sophomore, who's hitting like five sixty this year. A couple of home runs. He's got some doubles in there. She's just really striking the ball really well. And when, and just throughout our lineup, one through nine, it's on a on a typical night. It's hard to get us out um, without giving up some runs. And uh, again, if you look at our, our losses, we struggled. I think twice to score some runs. Um, but overall, we, we got a pretty high batting average on our team. So our, our, our defense and our hitting really scaring us. And do you, do you attribute that to senior leadership? Absolutely. They have stepped up. That challenged them back in the summer to step up and um, not lead by, by mouth, but lead by their actions on the field, on practice, in school, um, to step up. And then the girls have taken, and we – we have just took off, and in, in, in the region, we have really buckled down defensively and just 
want some tight ball games. That's good. Coach, thank you. We're up on our first break. Uh, he's Coach Glenn Woodard of the Carville softball team. We'll be back with more after this. Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment, but did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers. We have it all at Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Don't let heating or cooling needs create unwanted stress in your home or business. Allow the licensed pros at All Weather Heating and Air to get your system updated or repaired. With refreshingly affordable prices, let All Weather provide an honest, consulted quote for your system today. Call 770-315-5909, visit All Weather at 333 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville, or learn more at allweatherheatingandair.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Bartow Sports Zone. Alan Sanders here in the studios, filling in for Charles Wilson. Bartow Sports Zone brought to you in part by DA Baker Construction. Ready to remodel, beautify, or upgrade part of the home or the property that you love? How about an addition or a renovation? Residential, commercial, interior, or exterior? David and Brett Baker are the crew of DA Baker Construction, and they have the expertise to help you realize the full potential of your property. Free estimates, and they'll keep you within your budget, too. Call 770-606-2685 for DA Baker Construction, or look for DA Baker Remodeling Contractors on Facebook. Now let's get back to Brad Stevens, Jackson Hyde, and our guest, Coach Glenn Woodard of the Cartersville Softball Program. Thank you again, Alan. Uh, Coach, I believe Jackson Hyde has a couple of things he wants to ask you. So, Jackson, take it away. Uh, Coach Woodard, uh, glad to have you with us here this morning. Um, I'm coming from a little bit of a softball background myself. It's uh, I've kind of followed it in this area, coached it for many years, and uh, excited to see Cartersville in a position that they are. Uh, it's been a, a little bit of a drought there in the, in the past as far as being super competitive in softball and, and opening up the season with a 6-1 and one record is uh, this is not really a question, but just a compliment to you and, and your group that you've got this year. Really proud of, of, of what you guys have accomplished so far. Um, yes, sir, saying, you, that, I, I, saying that, saying that, uh, yeah. it's uh, obviously the – the region is what matters. Winning that region, getting to the next the next step in the in the state playoffs. Um, tell us a little bit about. I guess you've seen everybody in the region already. Um, tell us a little bit about the other teams in the region and, and what you think you're going to need to do to, to accomplish the, the region championship. Uh, yes, we, we we play everybody three times. We've entered into the second. I call it stage. We played everybody once. Now we're entering into the second stage or the second round, I guess, of, of region play. We've seen everybody want. Um, you know, Calhoun's tough. They they got a real rounded team. Uh, Woodland hits the ball well. Uh, Cass, again, Cass has got some really good hitters. Um, we're just relying on our, our, our senior leadership. And I, I left off Kylie Arnold before. She's our team leader in 
stats. I mean, she's batting over 400. She's got five home runs. She's got 20 RBIs. She pitches. She uh, plays third. She plays short. So it's their seniors that have been here for four years that are just leading their team in all aspects of um, of the game. Um, you know, knowing that you're there now and to have this sustained success, um, you've got to start it younger. Can you tell us a little about what you, maybe you've got going on in your middle school program and maybe some freshmen that uh, we can look forward to watching in the future? Yes, sir. Um, we got we kept, we got six uh, freshmen. I got six seniors that'll be departing uh, at the end of this year, and we we, we got six uh, freshman girls from. We got a pitcher. We got some outfielders. We got some infielders, and they're and they're learning. They're soaking up everything that they can from the seniors, not only in games but in practice, how they carry themselves. And um, hey, right now we're 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 senior led, but I see those six freshmen. They can step in next year and just. I hope just lock the torch and just keep it going for the for the next three years after uh, after this year. Okay, in the middle school program, um, I've talked to Coach uh, River Brennan over there, and they've got you know I think four eighth graders that are just leading that team and. Um, we got a, we're meeting with them this afternoon, going to, to their practice and talking to them about what we expect the next year from them, and hopefully they just they keep going from what they have now and just carry it on and, and just and fight for a starting position next year. That's uh, that's that's good to hear. Can you tell us a little bit about you know this this program we're on here? We focus a lot on the football and then the. Uh, basketball and, and softball, we don't hear as much of uh, on the air here. Can you tell us a little bit about what do your kids do in the off season? Is, it, is there a big weight room program? I know there's a travel ball series that, that, that most, I'm sure, most of your players play in. Tell us a bit, little bit about what you do in the off season with your group. Yes, in the off season, like we start in February and March, we do the four on ones where we get together, you know, with four girls at a time. Um, we, we try to go outside as much as possible, but if it's, you know, if it's bad weather or cold, we go indoors, and we just try to get them together at least once a week. Um, and we try to keep infielders, outfielders together, pitchers and catchers together just to get that coerciveness going with, between the four of them. Um, then we start in the summer. We go three days a week in the summer. We do weights, and we practice in the summer in the morning. Um, a majority of our girls do play summer ball. So they're playing uh, every weekend. They're, you know, they're playing five, six, seven games on the weekend just to um, just to stay active. And that ends right as school ball starts. So they play all summer. They play June, May, June, July. Then we start August the first as official practice, and we just can try to just continue the momentum that they build up throughout the summer. On. Uh... In my opinion is a lot more exciting to watch than a than a baseball game regardless of the level. Uh, tell, tell the folks, the listeners out here, where do you play your home games? Uh, how do you buy tickets? Tell us a little bit about the, the game experience. Yeah, we play at Abco Park. We play right behind the, the, the baseball field, our home, home field right behind there. Um, all home games um, are starting at 555. Um, they buy tickets on GoFans. Um, and we, listen, we're, our crowds are getting bigger. And that comes with, you know, the girls succeeding and, and, and getting wins. 
the, the more the community is coming out more, and the girls love it. The girls like playing in front of crowds. So, yeah, if you're out there and want to come watch some some um, high level softball, we got it. Just come out and support us. Well, just uh, from from one softball fan to a softball coach, I'm, I'm proud to see your success. Hope it's continued, and I uh, hope you hope you have a great uh, remainder of the season and go win that thing. Yes, sir. Thank you. Go Kings. Coach, one more question. we got about a minute left. Who would you say your chief rival is in softball right now? Oh, man, listen, coming from coming from the outside to a Cartersville area, I mean, Woodland, Cass are always county rivals, but Calhoun is the team to beat. Um, so everything I would say would go through Calhoun. We do appreciate you, Coach. He's Coach Glenn Woodard of the Cartersville softball team, a 6-1 and one start in the region uh, playing at a high level. Be sure to go check them out at Atco Park or listen to them uh, on the radio when they come and speak to us like this. We are glad to have you, Coach. We enjoy talking to every coach in the county. This is Bartow Sports Zone. We're up on another break, and we'll be back with more after this. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Welcome back, everybody, to Bartow Sports Zone. Alan Sanders filling in for Charles Wilson in North Carolina, enjoying some golf. And it's not just for fun. It's a tournament. And he uh, came in second the last one he did. And so we'll see how he's doing in uh, when we get back with him in studios. Well, parts of Bartow Sports Zone brought to you by Oak Valley Designs, your source for luxury stair coverings with sewn-in padding. Available in shapes, colors, and a variety of carpet styles to best fit your tastes. Check out oakvalleydesigns.com to begin your shopping experience right away or call 706-331-0315. They are also open to the public right here in Cartersville, located 30 River Court, just off of West Avenue. Update your stair covering or make your stairs safer for pets and the elderly by helping to reduce slipping. Check out Oak Valley Designer Stair Coverings. I have got to get to our two guys here that are covering for Bartow Sports Zone, Jackson Hyde and Brad Stevens. Because one of the things, Brad, I will go to you first. I am a Bulldogs fan. We know you're a Bulldogs fan. You know, sometimes it becomes a little boring when your team is just on top by such a degree, but I enjoyed every single second of watching them mash that opponent into little into a little stain on the field. Alan, I did not expect that at all. I thought we would cover the spread by right on it or a little bit more that they would get a couple of cheap touchdowns. We got some young guys on the defense and, uh, you know, 38-21. That's where I was feeling it. And uh, boy, was I wrong, and I'm uh, glad to be wrong. I had no idea that the offense was running like a top as it was, and I had no idea we had people like Malachi Starks on defense that could pull off an interception like he pulled off. And uh, uh, Smile Mondin, who is from Paulding County, who we've called a couple of radio uh, games for, with him in them, it, 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 he's out there shining for the dogs. It was uh, quite a victory. Uh, I know they, Oregon came in hot, and a lot of people thought they had a lot of talent on their roster, and they probably do. Uh, but you know the dogs were just more talented at every pretty much every position and uh, ran off with it. I, I just was really impressed with everything. I can't say anything bad about the game at all. You know what's crazy is you think about the the amount on the defensive side of the ball that left the program from last season as national champions moving their way into the NFL. 
it's like a machine now. I think Kirby Smart. This is this is going to be the heyday of the, of the dogs program. If you're a Bulldogs fan, they just locked and loaded another round of people, and it's like they didn't miss a beat. They didn't. You know, and a lot of people there was some hand wringing. You know, people always want to find something wrong with it. Uh, there's some hand wringing about you know Oregon. You know, get, you know, get, not getting a lot of pressure on Bo Nix. Well, number one, he's a mobile quarterback. Number two, they ran everything really quick because they knew they had to. Uh, I mean, they didn't take much time at all, and they were th- throwing quick passes. Uh, and you're know, like, well, Jalen Carter didn't, you know, have a big role in the game. Well, he didn't have a chance to have a big role in the game, but when he did, he made it happen. Uh, and then you think about the linebackers did a fantastic job. I mean, you held these guys. They they flew across North America, stayed in a hotel to kick a field goal. Uh, <laughs> so you know, that's, right. that's where where we're at. And you know, as I said, we we got to take it as it comes. And the only reason they even scored that field goal, in my opinion, is because they called that terrible unnecessary roughness penalty on Kamari Lassiter where he was making a tackle and slammed the guy because he was still fighting for yards and there was really nothing else to do. Right. So, you know, it, it, but people, they had 313 yards in the game total and people are like, man, that's a lot of yards, but let's keep this in mind. There was, they had 212 total yards at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Uh, and they held the ball for 10 minutes in the fourth quarter and their offense was on the field that whole time. And they racked up some yards in the fourth quarter when our starters were already sitting out. So, I, you know, you can always try to find something wrong, but I didn't see anything wrong with the game at all. I'm just real proud of how they responded. And you're right about Kirby. Uh, he's got a different mindset with this group. You know, and I still have that old PTSD from the bad old days uh, about bad things happening. But, you know, I'm slowly getting past that you know, with Kirby at the helm. I, I will pull Jackson into this in a second, but my thoughts uh, moving into this next weekend of football, dude. There's a 50-point spread <laughs> for the Bulldogs against Sanford. The Dogs made such a statement week one. Is there anybody on the schedule now that's going to be able to do anything to the Bulldogs if everything stays as we saw week one? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, being the old you know, Larry Munson guy like I am, I'm always worried. But, uh, you know, I, Kentucky is going to be tough. They're a tough squad. Mark Stoops is a great coach, and he's got them the best they've probably, probably ever been. Uh, Florida impressed me in week one, too, uh, against Utah. I, I thought they would win the game because it's in the swamp and it's Pac-12. Sorry, I hate to be that way, but it's true. Uh, but, but, you know, Kentucky and Florida look to be the toughest uh, people uh, upcoming for us. And uh, better buckle your chin strap against both of them and take them seriously because they're both good teams. Now, is that just PTSD talking? or Because the question I had is not that they were going to blow everybody away, but was there really, I mean, I guess as far as challenging opponents, if that's it, is there really a problem for Georgia heading to the SEC championship to meet with Alabama? No, not not at what I saw on Saturday. No, I feel like the, the dogs should win all those games. Uh, you know, not I may, may not win those two as handily as they won the first game or the you know against Samford when this weekend. But uh, you know, I feel like they they'll come out on top uh, and cover spreads and and be back in Atlanta again. Jackson, your thoughts on it? We've got about uh, sixty seconds before our break. Uh, I know you're not as big of a dogs fan as you are a tech fan. We'll get to tech and Clemson, but did you expect that kind of a, a dominant performance? I did not uh, expected Georgia to win, but I uh, did not expect it to be to the to the point that it was. And and to to your guys' point, uh, I think it's a fairly uh, you know nothing's easy in the SEC, but they've got as smooth as smooth as road as anybody does. And we'll learn a lot more about Florida and Kentucky uh, tomorrow. Those two line up and go after it tomorrow. So we'll see we'll see which one may be the bigger threat to Georgia. I know. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, another Saturday watching some college football. I was so happy to have it, in, in my estimation. I know it was on a week before, but to me, 
It started last week, and it could not have started any better. We're up against a break. We are with Bar- in the midst of Bartow Sports Zone. We are here with Brad Stevens, Jackson Hyde. I'm Alan Sanders for uh, the vacationing. Well, I guess, is, is it a vacation when you're actually in a tournament? You're kind of working. but the, uh, <laughs> A business the, trip. A business yeah. trip the, for uh, Charles Wilson. We'll be right back right after this. We've got more of Bartow Sports Zone rolling your way. Welcome back, everybody, to Bartow Sports Zone, our last segment. Alan Sanders filling in for Charles Wilson, joined also via our Zoom connection with Brad Stevens and Jackson Hyde. Before we get to tonight's lineups, we've got about five minutes or so to uh, wrap this up. Uh, just some final thoughts, college football. Uh, one of the things that I liked hearing, Brad, and I think that's the, mi- the the mindset that is going to do well for the dogs, is when they were talking about the upcoming opponents, and I think it was Kirby Smart said, we're not going to play to our opponent. We're going to play our game every game all the time. We're not going to play down. We're not going to play up. We're going to play our game. I like that a lot. I, I, Kirby has brought another mentality. We're not quite used to it yet, but we're going to get there. Uh, and, you know, give credit where credit's due. I mean, he came from a really strong program in Alabama, and he learned a lot there, and he's brought it here. And and uh, I agree with him. I mean, there's no reason why we should adjust anything. We've got the talent on both sides of the ball to do what we want to do, and we should just do that every week. So we did last year. It worked out pretty well, except for once. And this year, hope it works out for 15 straight games and uh, we'll come out on top. But we will see. I'm just really proud of how everybody's responded over in Athens. Jackson, let's go ahead and shift over to tonight. You're going to be doing some play-by-play action along with Brad. Let's talk about a intra-county matchup. Uh, it's not a region matchup, but it is an intra-county with uh, Cass and Adairsville. What are your thoughts? Well, for the 57th time, uh, those two teams are going to face off. and um, I haven't missed many of them in my lifetime, and I can tell you it's always a good football game. It seems there's been a few exceptions, but for the most part it comes down to almost that last drive or a one-score game. Um, both offenses appear to be clicking. Um, I think it's going to come down to which defense can step up and, and uh, limit the other team, and we'll see what happens. But I, I expect a good game. Obviously, it's going to be a, a tension-filled game, a lot of anxiety in the air, especially uh, being out of Daresville. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And I'm really excited about it, Alan. I, you know, it's my, it's a fun game for me. You know, I grew up in that rivalry. I knew a lot of guys from Adairsville. Uh, you know, I live near the Pleasant Valley, Cedar Creek Road area. So all those folks went to Adairsville, but they would come in my dad's store. Uh, you know, so we always were running our mouths at each other. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a friendly rivalry. It can get a little testy sometimes. We've had a couple of brawls in that game before, but, uh, we get past it. We're all right. So yeah, I'm really excited. I'm glad it's the Bartow County. Game of the week. I'm glad we're going to go up there. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to be you and Jackson calling that game. Charles still be in his uh, tournament or uh, maybe he uh, trying, to, trying to drive back from it and not going to be able to make it in time. Uh, that is, uh, so we're going to have all teams playing tonight. That is a, a head-to-head matchup. So there's three games being covered, all four teams playing. Cartersville getting ready to host Columbia after last week's a bit of a scare. You go three quarters or about uh, two and a half quarters where it's 20 to nothing. Cartersville just on its heels and then comes out and uh, the freshman quarterback comes in uh, on an injured uh, uh, Paul Battles and Paul Battles. Is that right? No, Paul. I think Paul Battles. Gamble. Paul, Paul Gamble. Gamble. Paul Gamble. Um, turns around and, the, and leads 28 unanswered for the win. 
Is that the scare Cartersville needed, or is that just how good Alatoona is? Uh, a little bit of both. Um, and I can also say this, Paul Battles did actually play for Cartersville, and he was a good running back um, back in the day. Uh, but, Way yeah, back. I mean, it was a scare. Coach Coach Foster warned us that you know, Alatoona was better than their record uh, last week, and he was right. They are a tough team, but that's the scare Cartersville did need. I'd say, hey, you, you get your chin checked any time, and you better wake up. And hats off to Nate Russell stepping in at, in a buzzsaw down there and, and pulling the Canes through as a freshman quarterback in that position. And that's almost unheard of. So uh, hats off to him and the coaching staff for you know, getting those guys back in line. And, and, you know, I think that's the wake-up call they needed, and I guarantee they're going to come out ready tonight against Columbia. And uh, speaking of Columbia, they're the number five team in, uh, in their classification coming off a big win over Camden County. Um, Nate Russell's had a, all week to think about this game instead of getting put in at the spur of the moment. So we'll see how he responds to that. Uh, looking forward to that. I think Carswell's, uh is is too talented. I think they're too deep. I don't. I think they'll. I think they'll win the ball game tonight. But I am curious to watch Nate and see how well he he performs. Last one we got to cover is the Woodland Wildcats. We heard the coach today trying to still get that culture, get that mindset. You got to get in there thinking you can win before you can even take to the field. You're right, Absolutely. Alan. Yo, know, sorry, Jackson. It, it, he said it's a weight room game last week. It's a weight room game this week, and we'll see how you know how they lift it all week this week, getting ready for the Dragons. Yep. DJ Rogers is a really solid uh, player from Pepperell, so they'll have a trouble containing him. If they can, they've got a chance. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. It has been a pleasure to have another Friday with each of you as we made our way through Bartow Sports Zone. Thank you, Alan. We really enjoyed it. Guys, we'll hear you tonight, and maybe depending how games go, we might even get some bonus coverage of the of the Bartow Sports Zone Johnny's New York Style Pizza Game of the Week as the Woodland, excuse me, as the Tigers and Cass go head to head. We'll have the Cartersville game here on WBHF, folks. Pre-game starts at six, live from Scott's Walk Up Barbecue. Take care, everybody.